Hello, winners, and welcome once again to the Wrong Button Podcast, where we talk all things nerd, a lot of things video game, and other things that enjoy us. I am joined by the electrified personality of Teju22. Hey guys, Teju22 here, and I. it's been a while since I've been a guest on anyone's uh, show, but hey, I'm happy to be here, my friend. I, I'm really glad to have you. I'm I'm really excited. You do something that I find um, incredibly it, it, like personally, like I, it's it's what I love to watch things for, uh, especially uh, competitive sports. You uh, shoutcast or provide commentary to to uh, you do mostly sport video games, correct? Yes, uh, mostly. I mean, yeah, mostly for the uh, when it comes to like the big four. Um, uh, but really my, my, my first love was always pro wrestling, which is less of a sport and more of a, well, I mean, that's another story for another time, but really, but that's what I, I was trying to think. I was like, there's something else that I loved watching you do commentary and it was wrestling. Cause that's how I found your commentary. Um, and we're, we'll go into that because that, that's how I found, um, like I started watching you because of wrestling. I have, um, I, did you did you grow up watching wrestling? Um, I started it, it started in January of the year 2000 or 2000 if you want to be more <laughs> serious about it. Um, no, the the first thing I saw was a match that featured a guy, and I shit you not, or I kid you not, his name was Mister Ass. Let that sink in. Was this WWE? Yes, this was WWE, and this was, um, and this was at around the time that Billy Gunn uh, went under the name of Mister Ass. And as you can imagine, his gimmick was that was that he was infatuated with his own bottom, as much as he liked to kick it, or <laughs> kick the ones of others, I should say. <laughs> oh. oh, that's fantastic. But, but 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 really though it didn't it wasn't really Mr. Ass it was actually just the fact that I was like how come I've never seen this before so I would watch it and you had guys like uh, Triple H and The Rock and then uh, later that same year Stone Cold Steve Austin and um, I mean there were other big stars but I think the person that had the biggest um, rise that during that year was Kurt Angle. But and then and, and that's just WWE or W or the World Wrestling Federation at that time. Oh, wait, because it what was it? 2000, 2000, like five or six it, it, that they lost WWF and they became WWE. Um, actually, it was uh, sometime in I believe it was um, I believe it was sometime in May, uh, if not June, uh, that they were forced to change their name in um, in I believe it was uh, June of two thousand two. That's because I, I remember that. So, so you how how if you don't mind me asking, how old were you in in two thousand when that started? I was twelve at the time, and and yes, I am that old. <laughs> okay, so you're so you're saying twelve? I was ten. So you're like we're we're, we're roughly working the same age, which is to me hilarious because like you're the. You are now, I think, going to be the oldest person I've ever had 
um, on uh, maybe maybe Doc was older uh, on my podcast uh, for for stuff like this because um, for me like a uh, quick backstory to me I shared this on on a few things is I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling as a kid um, I watched uh, my my brothers do a stupid stunt. And my mom was like, no, you're not. You're not watching that because I don't need you emulating <laughs> anything that they did. Um, and yeah, just I remember getting like a headlock once and like my jaw has a permanent click now. So it was it was very quickly banned at my house. Um, but I, I know for a lot of people and I have a lot of friends now that are older uh, that really enjoy it because it's it's like a live action anime is how I've heard it described. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Like they just don't yell to power up, but like they still yell. So I mean, close enough. Uh, but I I watched you I watched you shoutcast. Um, you were you were streaming WWE. Uh, I'm gonna say this was like three or four weeks ago. Is when I, I I really started and I started like trying to go through your backlog of it. Um, because I remember coming in and I was like, there was a guy with Goku like hair, and it was just Sonic the Hedgehog, and I think yes. he was fighting Yang from Ruby. Or Yang from Ruby was fighting someone else, and then it was Sonic the Hedgehog versus I, I can't I can't remember who it was, but oh, I, I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you okay it was um it was my good friend Walter uh not not the wrestler Walter but uh but his name was Walter Johnson and he, he um and it, well simply put I mean it's basically just himself but uh so um what's the best way to describe oh he's a, he's an original character is what he is mm-hmm. he, based based on based on my friend walter johnson who's in the chat and his other opponent was someone you know very very well and that man that man is uh super mario so yeah it was a it was a three-person matchup and uh and then in another match it was yes it was yang uh taking on my good friend uh crushing kelly who had purple hair. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's, that's who Yang was facing that night at the time that you saw it. So you've done, you, so this is, this is WWE. This is the game that you're playing and you, you, you actually call out on the matches cause you were, you were calling out moves. You were calling out. Um, it looked like what strategies they were employing there. Cause it, it wasn't just like he hit really hard. Um, and I know that it translates to how, how many wrestling moves, do you actually like no one can recognize on site? Um, I would say about a good 200. Well, I don't want to say 200, but, but I I've lost count, so I can't even say it, but, but I would like to, I would like to say 200 because mm-hmm. I know that there's, cause I know that my good, well, not my good friend, but, um, uh, our friend, uh, Chris Jericho is is quoted as saying to himself that he's the man of a thousand and four holds or moves. If you want to call it that, that holy shit thousand and four. That I'm sitting here going like, what are you holding at that point? Like, all right, I got five limbs and then the head. What I'm like, you can start grabbing some other places, but this is getting, well, when, when they say holds, it's just basically moves that you do. Because even though, because I know, because they're not just holding people. I mean, mm-hmm. like it, it, it's not to be taken literally. It's one of it's one of those things where, okay, can you do a suplex? Great. Can you do variations of suplex? Great. Can you do, um, 
let's see. Heck, you could even do variations of variations. I mean, you can do arm bars. You could do a leg lock, uh, uh, a guillotine, or basically anything that you could think of that you could do in a ring. That's pretty. That's one of them. That's one of them. So. Because I, I like for me, my my extensive knowledge of wrestling uh, ends at like high school wrestling. Um, uh-huh. I got I got back. Uh, I I was one of those people. What's called a, a stow one in the military. So it means I went off and I went to basic training in my junior year college uh, before completing my training as soon as I graduated. So I went back to do high school wrestling because I was in the best shape of my life. And I just remember like it it was like all the, all the different holds and bars and stuff you were taught in the military. Um, but it was. It, it always felt very limited. Whereas when uh, I see wrestling and you, you throw off like guillotine and I'm pretty sure I've heard that somewhere. I know an arm bar. I know a bunch of different like wrist locks and holds. Um, when, when it comes to holds like that for, for professional reference, um, sorry, professional wrestling, is there a, uh, I, I almost want to say like a, a rule book of, Hey, these, these moves are considered okay and kosher, but the second you start going into other ones, because I know like a thousand, a thousand and one, and then you, you can say variation of a variation. Um, <clears throat> are there, are there ones that's like, Hey, for a standard wrestling match, these are like the 12 that you're going to see, or is it, no, it can vary up per moment. No, it, it, it could vary up when it comes and it could vary up and you could see up to maybe, I mean, you could ostensibly see up to like a hundred, to 150 moves and and that's just a normal wrestling match then when you have a tag team match and you add up and 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 you go from two on two to three on three four on four you know of course then the moves add up because then you have more people in there but and then there are the moves that are quote illegal and those and the fact that you can't use those moves you can in a no holds barred match. So, when it comes to when it when it comes to those moves, because uh, you how how early in a move are you able to recognize like oh this is what they're about to do? It's more of repetition. Like if you like if you see something for so long, you're like oh yeah he's gonna do this he's gonna do a back suplex and if if you see a guy go from behind and pick him up and pick his opponent up and it looks like he's going to fall down, then that's a back suplex. But if he's going to drop him in front and then drop and then drop his and drop his opponent onto his knee, uh, then that's a atomic drop. Okay. Um, You know, it's, it's just basically on tells and, and plus, the, the more you do something, the more you'll recognize it. it. It's about as simple as I can make it. No, I, and that's I, I know that's how it is like with with fighting games, because um, it's going to be the biggest comparison that I can draw to here uh, when it comes to when it comes to this, because I can watch I can watch a fighting game and be like, oh, that's going to be a quarter circle back. They're throwing out a fireball. Um, it's a good like zone spacer. So I wasn't sure if I uh, granted like I, I realize nobody in wrestling is throwing a fireball yet. Um, when they do, that'll be a whole new level. Is there, is there a point where you can sit there and go, okay, like I, I know this wrestler like inside and out because like you've followed his career or you've, you've, I know you said you watch so much of it. Is it normally like you can, you can, have you ever been able to be like, oh, uh, the match started off this way 
he's creating distance, these are going to be like his next one or two moves that he's going to make? Or is it is it like, no, you have to wait kind of till he gets into a position? Mm, I would say it's more the latter. Um, it, it's more the latter, really, because because uh, whenever Shawn Michaels, you know, uh, whenever he does his uh, sweet chin music, he usually goes to the corner. Mm-hmm. And then... And then, of course, within the game, you you have to press the button to activate the move. Although most of the time, if not all the time, it's the computer uh, that does the matches. Like I don't touch the controller; I just simply call the matches. And uh, and but yeah, Sean, you'd have to start the, at the corner. But if you have like a, a, a but if you're like Brock Lesnar, then you well there there's called a wake up uh, taunt, and that when you hit that button. Then your opponent gets up slowly and then and then stands right in front of you so you can hit that move. Uh, and and of course that would be his F five move uh, for Brock Lesnar. I mean you you could pretty much do it for most other uh, characters, and that's just real life wrestlers. I mean I could include uh, created wrestlers too. And so now most of your matches you actually have. Um, you have a party of people who come in, they create their characters, um, and then I take it you get to pair them up in in different matches, correct? Yes, more often than not, yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, I could go into the list of characters that I've had um, or have today. Um, but, I mean, I, I certainly don't want to bore you guys to tears now. <laughs> no not it, it see it's not to me it's not boring to tears at all because it's it's one of those things where oh. you've taken something like i i know wrestling it's it's a very passionate community um and i have a oh, feeling yes. if you were to do if you were to do some like fan matches uh in and be like oh we're gonna have like these wrestlers from two different eras so i, I remember what was it was it uh it was it like the wwe 12 was that the year that like everyone started doing like the fantasy teams where like NBA 2K it had like all the old greats like you get Larry Bird and it was like you can put the this the like Celtics like the 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 dream era Celtics versus the dream era Bulls to see who would win. I feel like if if you did that with wrestling it would almost feel exactly the same where it's like no that's not how it would go or you would get people that would be a a little bit um disgruntled to put it mildly with how the match ended up depending on who fought who mm, no i i it, it's it, it's not uncommon really because like one of, one of the matchups that people wanted to see which i don't think we will but um uh, but one of them was the undertaker and sting uh they've always they they've always been around at the at around the same time but they've never they never come they've never came they've never crossed paths with each other and really the last great opportunity they had to do it was back in i believe it was WrestleMania 31 it was in tw- it was in 2015 um but in the video game you can make that happen so i mean it basically you get to see matchups that you were like i never thought we'd get to see or or I don't know if you remember the match IRL or in real life between the Undertaker and uh, Goldberg. 
one of the matches that was lauded as one of the worst matches of 2019 at that time. Why was what? So what actually? What constitutes a a a bad match? Um, botches. By like, by what I mean by that is you execute your move incorrectly, and 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 either it just comes out flat or or even worse you injure your opponent for real uh i i know that wrestling is a worked sport in real life but like whenever like how do i put this um when 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 goldberg was trying to go for a uh, a jackhammer he couldn't pick up uh he he couldn't pick up the Undertaker correctly, and Undertaker ended up getting dropped on his head. Ugh. So uh, there there was just so many of those botches, mostly on the part of Goldberg, but but it just was so flat that I mean, when you look when you look at it, it's like two old men trying to fight each other. It's not a pretty picture. Uh would, so would you say for th- for that one then like I, I guess uh, I know in, in the military we, we everyone always says like a soldier a marine a sailor everyone has like a, a shelf life that that they're that they're really good for because it's physical prime and I, I realize like wrestlers are pretty much constantly when at least for strength training wise always physical prime because uh, it like it takes a lot to do. I mean the the biggest wrestler I can go to is, is going to be the rock because like I followed his I've I've followed his business career after Mm -hmm. um wrestling and then um even like going on like dave batista like i I have now followed his business career outside of just um of just wrestling so uh is there is there a point where where you've looked at it and you've been like um and maybe just for for your interest here uh is there a point where you've you've watched like been like okay this could be the potential dream match and you're like you know what at this point like it's they're too far past where they were to make this any good or do you think like Nah, it, it should always be given that chance. Mm. It usually just depends on how old that person is, and also how great a shape they are in. Like, you could probably make it work for The Rock, but for someone like The Undertaker, who had, who, you know, had been, who had had so many matches, like, who had, who have had, who's had so many matches, and had been through the wars, and, and I would say that. Oh my gosh! Like I remember, it was sometime in 2014 or somewhere around there. Like, like when we get when we got to the 2010s, I mean, he was he was in the business for three decades up to that point. So so now if you go to 2021, now that's four decades, and um, of course he's officially retired. But but yes, there is definitely a shelf life if. Because unless you're in the best physical shape you're you could ever be in, um, yeah, you're not gonna last very long. I mean, so yeah, there is definitely a shelf life. You could only go so far as your body is able to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, for <clears throat> we're we're gonna go back because uh, thank you thank you for the education on wrestling. Uh, it's one thing that I've uh, always wanted to be able to to talk more on, and I know I've I have a lot of friends who are like, you need to watch it, and I just need to get pay per view at this point. Um, oh yeah. Let's talk about, uh, when, when you shout cast for it. So you create these tournaments, um, uh, cause I know you've done like the world, you've done like a worldwide one. 
uh, for people who create uh, to create their own characters um, yeah. and come in. Do you put stipulations on it? Like, or is, is it like a, I almost want to say like stock. Cause I know you can kind of level up as the game goes through and you can like do things to train and improve your character. Do you have them uh, get to a certain point to create uh, a character and be like, okay, this is what you're allowed to modify. Uh, that way they can create a, a fair match there. Or do you kind of let them uh, mid max do a, a, a more custom built character, maybe with like some, some limitations off. Well, it really depends on the game because, I mean, if we're talking team sports more often than not, um, I, like except for maybe baseball, mm-hmm. um, I usually put it. At, I usually put the characters at an overall of eighty-seven, which is better than most, but um, it doesn't break the game. The, the worst thing I could do is break the game, and then, but. You know, by having you know the characters stupidly overpowered. So, no, I want to keep it a level playing field if I can possibly do it. Um, so, so when it comes to games like hockey and and basketball and um, and, and the Madden series, the latter of which is my personal favorite, and it and I've noticed that a lot of people like that series as well. The Madden but, ones. Yeah, the Madden ones definitely. Uh, but for the most part, yes, I, there is a, there is a cap, but, but you don't have, but thankfully I don't have to develop the the players like on my own time, because if that was the case, then I would have, then I certainly would have either done it or I would have just not bothered. It's one of those things where if you can't, if you can't do something, you know, with your full heart, it's, it's like one of those things, like it's either you do it right or you just don't do it at all. But, but thankfully, I don't have to. Thankfully, the uh, I, and I, I could imagine like I, I know like just doing like for like my own stuff when it's like hey let me do some off screen grinding, uh, and just doing that for like an RPG sometimes being like okay I've I've now done like sixty seven side quests of running here running there and it can be incredibly uh, fatiguing and burn you out on a on a series of course pretty hard. It would. It do would. you have when you when you're going into now do like let's say. You, let's say tonight are you are you going to be streaming tonight uh, for dating this this is uh the september 25th for people because it's about a week before it airs <laughs> well um I, well i don't want to i don't know i i have to make sure uh I, like because i was talking to my good friend um uh candy vega i mean of course the person behind the character is actually a dude but but his oc is that of his i guess his girl his girl character candy vega uh, but i was talking to my friend um behind the scenes and he and um and i was just simply asking him when it would be a good time to do uh in in this case ufc uh that would be the fourth the fourth installment of that game and that's another game i could probably talk about a little bit oh i could talk some i could talk some ufc with you i Mixed martial arts, martial arts in general are some of my my favorite favorite things to uh to actually like dive into just because of how much <clears throat> how much is actually uh, capable with it and all the different forms out there. When you're getting ready, so like let's say you're gonna get ready to go ahead and uh and and cast. So do you have like any pre pre rituals that you work on? Uh, is there like ever uh like hey I need to sit down and watch a few games that way I can recognize plays or recognize movements of certain characters. 
Uh, do you do anything to kind of get yourself either into that mindset or make sure that you're like mentally where you need to be that way? Yep, I can go on and I can perform and call the moves, call what's going to happen successfully. Well, well, of course, repetition definitely helps speed the process, obviously. But I think really the biggest thing is is actually finding the time to do it. And, and, and yes, being mentally prepared for it because – because if your mind is not where it needs to be, then you just don't do it. Um, but on the other hand, if you make a promise, you try to keep it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but really, my biggest thing is trying to find the time to do it. Because no matter how no matter how prepared you may be, if you don't have the time to do it, you're you're just then it's kind of dead in the water, and you, and you just have to you know what's the word you, you just have to you know bite the bullet and try to find a, another time to do it really but but it's more so mentally that you try to get yourself prepared for it really um the moves i mean it's something that you you learn the more you do it and, and in fact i have played the game uh, on my own time and that's mainly to unlock things like uh attires like 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 clothes and other things like taunts and uh but mainly but it's mainly the clothes like like say your shorts uh tops like like shirts or or if or if it's women um uh actually i'm not sure about the women but 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 mainly like but mainly like things you wear i mean hell you could even have a hat on if you want or a cap that was something that they added in uh the fourth installment of the the UFC series on electronic arts, which I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, I was like, that just blew my mind. So like, so you say like having uh, having a hat? I'm like, actually, you know, it'd be really cool because I'm like, we're getting to um, I know I'm like for me, I'm I'm located like in the Washington D.C. area. Oh yeah. So I look forward to uh in like the next uh starting probably october it hits beanie season for me um and i i like i don't wear hats normally um like ball caps occasionally but like it's typically only when i go hiking but like beanie weather so with like every oc i've ever created it's like hey do they have a beanie in this game like a skull cap beanie so i'm like yeah no that'd be great in ufc like just skull cap beanie we all need one of those (laughs) (laughs) and as a matter of fact um i mean i have there's your traditional um black one when i say black i mean the color black and and there's also a yellow one too can you do black and yellow like the kill bill kind of look mm, if i did it would look it would kind of resemble more of the pittsburgh steelers but no i i can't combine colors unfortunately um your 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 only is your 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 creativity is only as limited as your imagination and as the game would be the so for for so since you right so this is this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun one since since you shout cast and I, I realized like you said like you have to get yourself in the mind space um and you have to unlock things so how many hours would you say you put into like each one of these games and i'm gonna say pre-production that's before you even go hey uh like starting like next week or two weeks I'll now like start getting people in to build characters to go through and be able to play this game and 
and and like be like, okay, I'm gonna broadcast the fights. Well, usually, I I when it comes to playing the game myself, it's usually on my own time, and it's usually when when really there's nothing else to do. Uh, I mean, of course, I have other th- stuff that I need to take care of. Mm-hmm. You know, that's per- that, that's just per the adult mandate. <laughs> Bills, but, I, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but when I do have time, I, I usually play. And, and the fact is, the game releases. Um, and when I say the game, I'm talking about the fact that EA comes up with new attires each time. So it's not like you can unlock everything and then that's it. No, uh, they they add stuff about every month or so. And, and by that, I mean they add stuff like um, they had some Halloween themed uh, last year. They had some Christmas themed stuff. Uh, they've also had, uh, they also had a, a little special with, uh, Conor McGregor, you know him. Yeah. The, he, he's the guy who throws chairs at buses and then like no, hits that... people in a bar for not drinking his, uh, drinking his spirits. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, this is but how he's worried. also, yeah, Go ahead. but yeah, uh, Oh, now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. He's the guy that says that he's going to apologize to absolutely nobody. <laughs> but no, he, he he also had a couple of shirts or, or well, in the game, that is uh, with with that catchphrase. In, I apologize in, to nobody. Yeah, I apologize to absolutely nobody. Yes, that actually is a thing. Um, you can also do. Oh my gosh! They they recently added. Um... Oh yeah, and there's also masks. I I almost forgot to mention masks. And one of them, you're not gonna believe this. You can actually put on a bear head. <laughs> so you're talking like you're talking. Are, are you talking like it's a, it's a a bear head, or is it like the, uh, you know how people can get like the, I'm gonna say like the the Native American uh, head dresses where it's like the the top of the bear snout but it cuts out around the jaw or is it like full on not just a bear head over your head no it, it no it's the full bear head so you could actually put you could you you could be like oh hey it's winnie the pooh can you dye it that fun shade of yellow mm, unfortunately no oh. or you could have the head of a werewolf or um or what is it or or a, or a pumpkin on your head you can have that. See, I'm almost wondering now, <clears throat> will you ever do a, so let's say Halloween comes around and you can get all these different masks. Would you ever do like a, uh, like a, a horror movie, uh, like uh, WrestleMania almost where it's like, okay, I've got the clown from it. I've got uh, a werewolf. <laughs> I've got um, someone just wearing a bed sheet, just call it a ghost and be like, all right, it's a day. And like, see how, how much fun you could have with that. Do you, so when it comes to unlocking this, like, is because I like a um, closest thing I have. You've played um, some Smash Brothers. Yes. When Smash Brothers came out, what was it? Every six matches or so, uh, when the game first came out, you would fight a new character. Would say a new challenger appeared. You had to beat them, and then you would unlock them. Um, and it took a while, from what I remember. Like it took a lot of people, like a good like two three days of solid playing to unlock all the characters. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, how long do you find I... that it takes you to unlock stuff for for these games, especially? Well, it just depends on the game, of course, and what you can unlock. Actually, uh, with WWE, there is there. Well, I don't want to say it's a DLC, but 
but it, it kind of is kind of like a DLC where you can unlock everything straight up. Oh, microtransaction? Yeah, it's like a microtransaction. So you can unlock stuff. Well, you can unlock everything that's unlockable or that is locked, I should say, excuse me, on WWE and, and just call it a day, really. Um, but when it comes to UFC, uh, there's two ways you can get – there's two ways you can unlock stuff. One, by just simply playing the game and you get – and, of course, there's also these uh, challenges, I should mention. Uh, there are challenges, and if you complete them, you get a lot of coins – well, in-game coins, that is, and um, experience points. Uh, if you get X amount of experience, then you move up a level, and it also comes with uh, – and, and it can either unlock a, a, a quote or uh, an avatar for your um, – when I say avatar, I'm talking about the, the, the icon picture. Okay. Of, yeah. You can unlock that, but you could also unlock um, a tire as well each time you level up. Uh, or if you use the coins that you've gathered up and and it's enough to buy it, then you can do it. And then finally, the third and final way is just to simply use IRL money and then spend it that way. Now, in preparing for this, do you find, um, and this might be going a little bit too much into like the business side of it, do you right. find that it's more worth it since, since you do this and you're like, okay, I want to have stuff ready for people to create? Do you find it to be better to just be like, you know what, I'm going to go in, I'm going to go ahead um, and I'm, I'm just going to spend the, the real the real currency to buy it? Or do you prefer, let me go through and play play more of it to unlock things? That way, maybe if like an animation changed up or they've added and changed a feature in the game, um, that way you can go ahead and get a feel for the, the flow of a, a general match. Oh, well... Well, in well in the case of UFC, it's 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 actually better to just simply use IRL money. Um, but in most other games, uh, like with let's see, with Madden, I don't have to do that. Thankfully, uh, everything that you would want for your for for your created player is there. So, so yeah, some games they just come with it automatically, and you don't have to do much after that thankfully um unless you want to play it and then there's also um but yeah like most sports games are not like that uh i i just find that ufc 4 is the outlier really no that i and i, I know because my my big thing I, I know ea um especially if we go back three years ago to go controversial was uh indicted in a lot of the like um like the soccer oh. grab and like the the create like the the ultimate team I think it was where it's like you got the the card so you could get like um I know I, I only know one soccer player you could get Messi but it's like oh I only have like a, a bronze Messi and I need a gold or a platinum Messi and it just it was it was uh like for a lot of people it was considered gambling so I wasn't sure if like as someone who uses their games for for content on your channel if that was something that you would you'd be like, Hey, you know what? This is, uh, like I, I like if that like dissuaded you from playing any of the games, or if you were like, you know what? It's easier just to bite the bullet that way. I can get full enjoyment right out of the way. Even if it means instead of paying $60, I pay $80. So I have everything unlocked. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it works more for, um, it, it, it works more for, along the lines for WWE because 
or or rather for uh, the last 2K game that I got, which was uh, 2K19. Um, I should mention that if you ever decide to get 2K20, don't. Well, WWE 2K20, I should be more specific as to which one I'm talking about. But, but yeah, WWE 2K20, like, when I saw how much it glitched, like, after it, not long after it released, because mm-hmm. I pre-ordered it, but when I saw it, I was like, oh, no. Like, the, uh... like, like the, the glitches were so bad, like, oh, my gosh. Like... If if you were to ever look it up, some of them would make you laugh, and then some of it would make you think, did anybody ever take the time to test these games out before they released it? Or was it just a, uh, like, no, they just went ahead and, and just went ahead and said, yep, here, here's the game, here's the new one, and and go with it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, that sounds a lot, that, that sounds about right. So... As you can imagine, the the backlash was so bad that they haven't made a new one, and and they were gonna release it, you know, later in I believe it was October. But of course, the game's still not ready yet, so they have to wait until March of next year to release it. So, so yeah, they've had all a lot of time to try to come up with a new game as 2K. So that's why I've stuck with the the the. 2k19 version of the game yeah especially if it like works if it if it's a, a better performing game there's no it reason is. to like not to 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 go to anything else other than that one um yeah now as for uh so as for that because you um now i gotta i have to ask actually one thing we're gonna do a quick break from that your avatar is a yeah. blue toad yes What's the, I gotta ask? What what's the story behind the blue toad or a blue toad being that uh being that one? Oh yeah! I always wanted to do that. Anyway, um, <laughs> so okay, so when I first started, my very first picture or my first avatar was that of uh, a very relatively speaking a very young Johannes Brahms, the uh, the composer. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I was listening to his, uh, I think it was his third symphony, third symphony and his third movement. I forget. Um, but he, he he released a few symphonies, but I believe it was his third movement of his third symphony. Um, but I was listening to that, and then, and and then I came across "We Like to Play." Mm-hmm. And I really don't have to say who "We Like to Play" is. I mean, they 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 were. They were one of the people that inspired me to be on YouTube when they first came out. And about a year after they had debuted, um like like there were four, there were four guys. It started with Chris and Tyler. And Chris was Mario and Tyler was Luigi. And then they were joined by uh Tyson or Cyber as in the Siberian Tiger. Uh, well, I mean, that was his nickname at the time. Um, so yeah, Tyson joined and he was the yellow toad. And then finally, uh, they added their friend Jansen and he was the blue toad. And then, uh, and then there was level seven overall eight, I think it was called 
which was the skeleton roller coaster level for uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Uh, what happened was everybody except Jansen was in a bubble, and he had to do a, a section of the level that was very difficult and probably would be for anyone who was new at, at it. But he not only got through it, but he also got the coin. Like there's three coins in each level, and that add, and that contributes to your 100% rating. Well, he did all of that, and and he did it until he, he until he was able to reach to safety. So that little act of bravery and act of you know just you know he he was like an MVP that time. Mm-hmm. And I just saw that as well. If Jansen can do it as Blue Toad. I could be a blue toad. <laughs> I know it sounds so stupid. It I, sounds I, as stupid as it could be, but but I love it. No, it, it's it, so it's always it's always interesting to go behind it because I've I've actually so you're saying like we like to play and I'm like I've actually never I've never heard of this group. Um, so I'm while you're saying that I'm I'm pulling it up over here. Um, because I was looking, it looks like two months ago they were doing some Minecraft stuff. Uh, for Minecraft Dungeon. Yeah. Um. So, so really, the only member, the only original member. When I say original, I meant like the original four mm-hmm. member that's still there is is Tyson, um, and of course he works with Spencer. But, but, but for but for a good majority of that time, it was it was always Tyson and and, and Spencer and Chris and Tyler. Like those guys were the, the, the those guys were the you know, were the reason that we, we watched. And then when unfortunately Chris and Tyler left, uh, it was never really the same. I mean, of course it had more to do. I mean, of course, ad apocalypse. Do you remember ad apocalypse? Yeah. I remember that when that came around. Yeah. Well, unfortunately it, it just bit into, um, into what they were, you know, cause they, they made a substantial amount prior to it. And then when it happened, just was not worth it to stay and and it wasn't just that but also you know uh chris was about to be married Mm -hmm. like like he he was about to get married in a couple of months and he knew that uh he couldn't stay as much as he would have wanted to you know because you know he's got himself a woman and as of today he is married and and, and and you know he loves her and she loves him and and not only that uh and then of course Tyler left as as you know he he ended up getting a new job somewhere uh and it was much further than where he was so that also didn't help either but but yeah, it was through Jansen who was there for about year one or two, I think, playing as the Blue Toad. Yeah, that one will always be the the memory for for why I was the Blue Toad. So yeah. So you chose a Blue Toad, so that way it's like you know what I can I can do all the I don't even need to be Mario or Luigi. I can be a Blue Toad, and I can be the MVP. You pretty much nailed it on the head. I mean, I'm no, I, I, I'm here for things like that. It's always like the, uh, I, I don't know. Are you also because you, you've watched, you've, you've talked about some anime things. Are you into like, uh, any like shonen animes? Mm, no, not really. Like, 
like I, I'm not much of an anime person, believe it or not. I'm like, I mean, yes, I do recognize there's there's Ruby, and and Ruby's a great show. But but my all time favorite had to, was Peach Girl. At first, I thought, oh, is it Princess Peach? No, it's actually a girl. Her name is Momo, and she has, um, I guess you could say she has a very tan skin tone that if you were to see if that if you were to see her, you would think, oh, she looks like a peach. Oh. But but it was much more than just like the 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 tone of her skin. It was actually just the fact that she was she was just a young lady in high school, and she fell in love with this one guy. Uh, but unfortunately, it didn't work out. While on the same time, there's another guy who saw Momo and 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 he loved her, and in fact, he loved her so much that you know, of, of course, when I mean, he recognized that she was in love with the first guy. Mm-hmm. But when, but ultimately, uh, when when it fell apart with the first guy, of course, it fell apart on am on am on on good terms. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just say that on good terms it, it ended, but but then the second guy, you know, like what what like one thing led to another, and then she found out that oh my gosh, the second guy loved me so much. I better go to him before he does something unthinkable. Like in other words, he was gonna actually go into the ocean and drown. No, uh, but then she dark. saved. But no, but then she saved him, and. At first he was like, "Am I in heaven?" He's like, and she's like, "No, stupid! I love you." And then he just looked at her and he was like, "And you could imagine it was a happily ever after." He was like, "How did you know?" And then I, I guess I don't want to spoil too much of it, but but it just know that it ended on a happy note, man. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if like I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna watch. Ah, uh, he's gonna walk into the ocean and, ah, dr- uh, the um, yeah, the and one of the reasons I brought that up is like, it's like the the blue toad. Sometimes like the the best stories in in anime, um, like some of my favorite are like my the misses and I actually watched My Hero Academia together, um, and like my favorite stories are like the ones of like Hiroshima, um, who is uh, Red Riot. For those of you who don't watch that, he's the guy, and all of his ability is just like he can make his skin incredibly hard, um. And it's just this tertiary character that gets like a couple like really awesome moments. And it's like, you know, if he wasn't there, this would have went south quick. And it's like he doesn't do a lot, but he was he was a really good like linchpin to have in there. Um, So like when you're when you're like, oh, it's yeah. the blue toad for that. I'm looking at that like, oh, that that's actually really, really cool where it's like, you know what? I don't it, it doesn't need to be the main character. It can be amazing just as as the the blue toad it was just one of those things i'm like because you do some mario things i'm actually right now perusing your channel to, to see what else because you've also done um because i know we've talked about a lot of uh a lot of sports games uh you have a lot of wrestling you've got um a few other things up here uh wrestling you've got uh as you said ufc um you have like uno with friends you've also done um mario party do you find like doing games uh because when you did um you did splatoon You've done uh, Mario yeah. Party and Dragon Ball, or no, uh, that was with that person. Did you now? Did you shoutcast those, or were they like you were playing in them? Um. Well, when it came to Super Smash Brothers, I was playing as well as uh, uh, shoutcasting. 
I, I, more like uh, commentary, yeah. Really. Yeah, I was doing streaming and content commentary and all that stuff while playing the game. And then the other times, yeah, well, my, I guess that's more often than not, I would do that, you know, because I wasn't just playing. I was also streaming, too. So, now, when it, and yeah, when it when it comes to doing something that's that's like a non-traditional sport, so not um do you, do you find that like it, it it creates like a little bit of a different energy for you if you were to be like say okay I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna provide commentary for something like Mario Party versus just doing commentary for um like a a more normal recognizable sport do you find that you have to be in like a little bit of a different headspace or do you find that you have to it puts you like with a, a different kind of zone and a different kind of energy in there? Mm. Well, you have to have a different frame of mind because uh, it, it it's very simple. I mean. When you're doing when you're doing Madden, uh, for instance, you have to put your mindset as to okay, of these of these teams, who's going to advance to the next round, or who's going to go to the Super Bowl, or who's going to win the Super Bowl, versus if you're playing Super Smash Brothers, it's like okay, I'm just playing Smash Brothers with my friends. I don't need to be all too serious about it. You just have fun with it. I so, that's about as that's about as simple as I can make it, really. No, so it's one of those, um, like for so for Smash Brothers, because like I remember, like I I know some like uh uh like I I've done I I've delved into the fighting game community, but I I like there's a level of trash that I am, and like at Smash Brothers, the the one time, uh, one of my partners and I have like tried streaming it, uh, it it turned out really bad. Like the the the, the more drunk he got, the worse I still seem to get. Um, so when it comes to something like Smash Brothers, do you and when you're when you're doing this, do you have to like put a certain level of like um, cap on your friends? Like, do, does anyone ever get a little overly competitive when, especially when you're providing commentary of like, got, do you have to ever find yourself like having like, hey, I got to settle this down real quick because this is going to turn into like a bloodbath because one person's going to get serious and it's going to be like, oh no, oh oh, and then no one wants to play. Or do you? Is it always just like that kind of jovial like, nah, we're just gonna sit down and enjoy it. Well, I haven't had too many problems with overly competitive people. Um, I mean, of course, the the point of the game is to be competitive, but more often than not, it, we just simply just have fun. And I mean, of course, I mean, of course, you're gonna have like when it comes to Super Smash Super Smash Brothers, uh, uh, you'll always have at least somebody who is really really good at the game, and but uh, but on the other hand when you do win it just feels all the more sweeter because you know you you played and played and then and then eventually you broke through and you won i think that's i i think that it just makes the 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 taste of victory all the more sweeter really but 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 in all seriousness really we we just simply have a lot of fun and and that's just where where we go at it if I if I really felt that it was getting way too competitive for even my own good, um, I, I probably wouldn't even do it at all. Nope. And I realize that's the, most of us. The the reason that we get into um, get into anything, especially like uh, in the in the digital media space, it's definitely for the uh, enjoyment side of it compared to. Um, the compared to like 
competitive side or just like because it's one of those things where i always say like i treat this like it's my business because if i could make money doing this i'd i'd be happy as all get out i think most those people would be happy to be like no nah, i do this thing i love and it pays for itself or it pays for me to have a livelihood so i completely like understand that aspect but i also realize like sometimes going into it with the framework of like day one this is a business can be a little can almost make it like a, a toxic to yourself because if it's not doing what you wanted to do out the gate, you get a little uh, frustrated and discouraged. Oh, the- yes, yes. Like, okay. Because I have a friend, well, I have a friend, and uh, it took a while for him to realize that it shouldn't be a business. I mean, it should just simply be something that you do on your free time, not something that you you, you do to try to make money. Uh, I, I will say, I'm not, I'm not going to mention names because I don't think that's in my place to do that. But Fair enough. But I will say that I had a guy, or I have a friend who, who has in vain trying to become tried to become famous on YouTube, and and I'm thinking unless you have something special that almost nobody has, or if you have something that people want to see, unless you have that, I I just don't see it, and 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 plus it's like this guy forsaked his his education for the for the sake of trying to become famous on youtube let that sink in yeah so for my other friend i mean he was discouraged yes he was very very discouraged but i just i just simply told him i simply said unless you treat this as a hobby you can't treat it as a job you really just cannot because because if you do, you're, you'll you'll expect things, and then when things don't happen, it just makes it even worse. Like I just told him that, and I said, you just have to have fun with it. And if you're not having fun, take a break, go to the park, go 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 to a movie, go to your favorite restaurant, or 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 ride a bike, or do something, but just don't make it a job. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the worst thing you could do is make it a job, and. If I and if I feel and if and I would and I told him the same thing as as I'm about to say for myself is if you feel that it becomes more of a job and less of fun, then you just give yourself a break because because you're only hurting yourself if you don't do it. The uh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I actually, I firmly believe that. Like, it's one of those things. Like, um, treating it like a job is is helpful in a, in a lot of ways. And in some ways, it is a little bit. Uh, it, it can be it can be harder for that. So we're getting down to our last about uh, five minutes here. Um, but thank you so much for for joining this. Now, I have to ask: is there is there any game that like you you've been like you know what? If I could figure out a way to to create commentary for this game or this genre of anything that you're like this is one that i, I want to find a way to do it to hmm i've don't i don't think i've ever done it for like a an rpg uh especially one where you can actually make your own characters and, and not just be saddled with the ones that come with the game like like final fantasy like to a degree you could probably change your name but for the most part you're stuck with the characters that come with it right mm-hmm well, up until then, I I, ne- I I never was interested in in uh, you know traditional RPGs outside of maybe Paper Mario, but but then 
Then there was Metopia. And it released for the Switch. And you can pretty much see where we're, we're going with this one. Uh-huh. Um, as you know, in, in that game, you could actually make... Uh, you could actually put your friends in the game either as an either as an NPC or a non-playable character, or you could be you can make them as one of the fighters or or the characters the main characters in the game. Hell, you could even uh, you could even cast the villain if you wanted. That's Ooh. that's yeah, you could even cast whoever you wanted as the villain and and, and everything in between, really. I mean. And all right, I'm just gonna ask you if you could be cast as anything, what what would you want to be casted as? Oh, uh, anything, anything, anything. Um, well, at least within uh, Metopia's universe, that is. Ah, uh, so uh, this is gonna sound really weird. I would want to be like a either a the 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 weapon shop guy, or I would want to be like, hey, when you go rest at the inn, I'd want to be the quirky innkeeper that you have to deal with. Uh, just because it's it, it's always one of those things where you see those those memes online where it's like the uh, uh, I'm trying to think where it's the where it's like, thank you for check or coming in today, sir. And like when I was going through college and then you, it goes, oh, my God, I'm an NPC. Uh, and it, <laughs> it, it's always made me laugh as I've had like, you know, before I like graduated college and got like uh, more standard office jobs. Uh, but so it's always been great to me as like. I want to know that NPC's life. Like, I want to know what you do in this crazy <laughs> world. Like, it's like Pokemon. It's like the shopkeep. Like, what what do you do at, like, after you get off work? I don't so, know. Yeah, yeah, it's a great question to ask. Like, what, what does the NPC go do? So that's always been... Now, is that something that you're working on for your channel? Or is that something that you have... It, it's, uh, it, it's, it's... Well, it's in the works, but... Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I, I just recently got the game myself, and... I'm just playing through it as per normal, really, because, you know, I, I, I've never, I had never played it myself, and I've, and what little I've seen of it, I would see highlights of it from my good friend uh, King Bombeard, or, of course, nowadays he just goes by his own name, Hugo James, and uh, so I was watching the highlights of him, and you're not going to believe who he casted the role of the genie to. You're not going to believe this. Did he do it to you? No. He picked, of all people, Bob Ross. Bob Ross as the genie. Yes. Oh, does he... Oh. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised you didn't laugh. I, I'm sitting over here smiling because now I'm trying to go like because it, it's always like look at the happy trees like this happy accent and so now I'm like wait is so is the genie benign or is it like one of the the, the monkey's paw genies where it's like yeah you made a wish but you didn't think of all the ramifications or her that how that wish could be played about um no, so that's he, what I was trying more, to go with yeah he was he was more he's more benign really uh I mean not to say that he's you know not to say he's not not capable of doing anything um, underhanded, yeah, mischievous. I, I, yeah, mischievous, really. But but on the whole, he's a really nice genie. So so it just fits his character, or or the genie's character does Bob Ross. That. <laughs> so that's all I will say. 
No, that that sounds fair. If you shoot me a link to that over in uh in Discord, that'd be something I'm gonna, I want to go sit down and like watch. It sounds like a fun <laughs> way to, to to like have an afternoon here. Um, we're at that hour mark though, so we're actually gonna get ready to sign off yes. here for this one. Um, where um TJ, where can we find you? Well, you can find me on my original YouTube channel, Tju22. That would be T E H, a misspelling of the word the Jew as in, Jew as in a Jewish person, and twenty two. The number 22 uh most of my social medias are also uh by the same name to Jew 22 on 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 instagram although i don't use that very much uh twitter and uh what else oh, that's about it all right but, and i will but make... you'll mostly find me there on youtube i will make sure that we have links to all of those down below um as well as if you don't care your discord um so that way we can check out and follow you there um but yeah, oh. thank you so much for joining me. And winners, of course, you can catch this every every the first Saturday of every month uh, on any one of your podcast platforms of choice, as well as the wrong button on YouTube. Um, yeah, thank you so much for being here, TJ. I mean, it, it, it's a pleasure, Mister Wrong Button, and um, <laughs> I I know I always call people you know Mister, and then well, assuming they're a guy, of course. But but I always call him Mister just out of formality. It, it's it's not it's not part of a gimmick or anything like that. It's just unless you tell me not to call you Mister, I'm gonna call you Mister just out of out of formality sake, really. You're because you're like you're like Mister, and I'm like I'm like oh, I I worked for a living. I was I was enlisted, so for me it wasn't Sir or Mister, but I appreciate it. Um. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. Uh, hopefully, uh, I'm really excited for the UFC because I've started going through your backlog there for your streams. Um, I'll make sure that we have links to that uh, down below. Um, and remember, winners, you can catch us, like I said, on channel, uh, wrong button, uh, Monday through Friday with our normal Let's Plays as well as the podcast here on your streaming platform of choice uh, the first Saturday of each month. Remember that you're all winners out there and keep it weird, everybody.